छात्र अमिस्त्रोबीन हजार Okay, I'm drawing a line in the fucking sand here. Do not read the Latin. Read it. <coughs> <coughs> Welcome to the Coughing Podcast, where we cough for two hours straight for your listening enjoyment. I'm Michael Montour. This is Jennifer Lovely, and I have the consumption. You do, yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say, this episode was running late partly because you were sick again, and then I remembered that, no, technically you were sick still. Yep. From I, uh, December. I finally went to back to the doctor after um, three and a half months of coughing, and they think I have some infection in my lungs, and they <laughs> put me on this really horrible, annoying antibiotic. Um, so hopefully I'm... What, what's, uh, what's annoying about it? Um, you have to take it on an empty stomach, hmm. uh, but it's really abrasive and it oh, makes fun. like so the first night I took it I, I was up like every two hours fighting the urge to vomit cool okay. so I, I have some films I could suggest to you that would uh, you know thanks if you feel like you need to throw up anyway you may as well watch, watch these and it also makes me photosensitive which is yeah. funny because we're having like the nicest weather that we've had so we're we're a month off because yeah. and yeah. Shit just kept going wrong. Like, I, there, yeah. like you were getting ready for Northwestern. I was, because I had so much to do for Northwestern. How was the party? The party went fantastic. Well, fantastic. Um, and, and just as I anticipated, I just had people telling me all night how incredible the decorations were yeah. and how much they loved them. I, I'm still hoping that, that we'll actually maybe post some pictures one of these days. Oh, yeah. I've got a couple, but most of the ones I took turned out kind of terrible. Yeah. So hopefully, um, hopefully they're better ones. Yeah, I need to lean on our official photographer and, and see. You know, How but, official? Yeah. <laughs> but so that was great. Also, on a minor personal note, a, an ex of mine didn't recognize me at first, and then kind of looked me up and down in a very satisfying way when she did. <laughs> Yay! Uh, yep, this is what you left. Drink it in. You know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it was good. But, you know, other than, than prepping for the party, I did not see the convention at all. Yeah. And, and in the following week, I, I would see people post about things that they did at NorwestCon. And the funny thing is I would kind of half-consciously be thinking, why, why wasn't I there? How come I didn't go to NorwestCon? Oh, wait. And then I remember, you, I technically, guess. you did. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, we've, we've had a lot of yeah, stuff going on. I completely on. skipped um, NorwestCon this year because my life is just too crazy. Yeah. And, and... And not well, and yeah. As long as you come to CryptCon, that's all I'm asking. Yes. Though, <laughs> I'm trying to, oh. I've got the ticket. I got the ticket to CryptCon, that's all that really matters. We'll let, we'll let that go at that. Okay. So, have you seen anything exciting in the last month? Anything exciting? Um, what did I even see? Well, oh, I, I will start, because uh, I had had a couple that had been kind of floating around God, it's been, it literally, these are movies that I literally watched like a month ago. <laughs> so I'm trying to think here. Um, I saw Visions uh, with um, Isla Fisher, I think is her name. And basically this couple buys a vineyard. And um, 
she gets into a car accident at the beginning of the movie and um, they they buy this vineyard and then she starts seeing things there. Huh. Visions. Yeah. Uh, that's that's oh, the name. Okay. Um, I see where they got the title. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, it was pretty decent. Yeah, and, I've uh, not heard of this one. Is it, uh, is it recent? Is it older? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I think it is technically even 2016, if I'm not mistaken. And then another one that I saw was Regression, which has uh, Emma Watson. And it is a play on, it, it, what, what is funny, because I completely didn't do this on purpose, but I also watched Spotlight, which was um, a, it was unbeknownst to me because I completely don't watch any of I don't watch the Oscars I don't watch the Academy Awards the Golden Globe I don't any of those things about movies I love movies but I typically I I don't appreciate the process in which movies are set up to be the best movie because Mm -hmm. movies that really are absolutely wonderful are ignored I'm kind of thinking that the reason they felt like gave Leonardo DiCaprio one for The Revenant is because they were scared what he might do next to try to get one. Yeah. (laughs) Like, okay, okay, here. (laughs) Yeah. I don't have any interest at all in watching that. I I don't know. Yeah. Eh. So I watched Spotlight, which was the, um, I think, best picture for last year. And it was on this, uh, there used to be a lot more of, long-term investigation of news stories where they would do oh, yeah. a lot of digging and they would invest anywhere from a couple of months up to a year sure. to do a real investigative story. And basically it was on, on the investigations of um, pedophile priests. Oh, okay. I mean, it had been going on for years and it kept getting shoved under the rug. And I watched that and then just a day or two later I watched Regression, which was its kind of a take on the satanic panic. Um, oh, yeah. And the okay. regression therapies that are okay. done, um, only only being compared in this instant because they both deal with rape and, ped- and sure. that that sort of thing. Um, they're both really good. Uh, the reason why uh, I was really interested in seeing uh, regression, and I am going to mess up his name, but it's um, Aminabar, the Spanish director who did the others. He did thesis. Oh yeah, I have no idea. Um, I, know it's I think it's Aminabar. Okay, because we're we're really really white. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from Minnesota. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, And right there, that's enough reason for me to watch it because I've loved the other stuff that he's done. Yeah. Uh, You know, The Others is not my favorite movie in the whole world, but I really respect the movie. And I love, I love It's very well crafted. It is amazingly well crafted. I still need to see things. I I, I know you recommend it very highly. It's one of those ones that uh, I'm, I'm almost a little... I've, I've talked about showing it, but it's a very a very graphic um, horror movie. But it's kind of this, in the same vein that I really wanted to show Bone Tomahawk. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love my horror, but you know sometimes the more visceral, yeah, violent horror uh, isn't necessarily something I want to show for horror movie Fridays. I don't generally like watching that sort of thing in groups. Yeah, I so maybe it. if. We get a chance. I guess we all get real, and watch it. real violence in a movie is, is a very personal thing. To yeah. Me, I suppose. Yeah. And I don't then, want it to be crowd pleasing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I watched a whole bunch of stuff for for this episode um, more than I thought I was going to, but Probably because, because I had a month to do it. Because I had a month to do it. Oh, so handsome boyfriend Jim loves monster movies. 
Yes. He loves he loved he loved the original Cloverfield. He you know, he loves um he loves Pacific Rim. Um, he loves Godzilla. I, I love Pacific Rim, too, and that's why I didn't end up seeing the new Godzilla movie. Because, you know, they came out in that order, yeah. Pacific Rim and then Godzilla. And so by the time I saw the Godzilla trailers, I was like, where are the giant robots? Yeah. Why would I want to see this movie? You're not going to punch it out. What the <laughs> hell? So, um, I went and saw 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Um, and it was... I was, I was interested in seeing it because I love John Goodman. True. I, I, I mean, like, I really love him. Like, there's pretty much not a movie I wouldn't watch. He's, he's one of those actors that he is, he, to me, he is primarily a reason to watch a movie. Sure. Um, this, the premise of the movie, I wasn't jumping up and down about. Um, it's, it's kind of seen as a kind of sequel to Cloverfield. It's like a spiritual sequel. Is that what I believe the director said? Yeah. They're like, okay. So, but the thing is, you start the movie, and um, I worry a little bit on how much exactly to go into the premise of films as to not spoil it. Sure. Um, I was not entirely sold on the storyline. And you start out the movie, and... Um, you're really left guessing with John Goodman because he has this bunker that he, he brings this girl to who, who gets in a car accident at the beginning of the film, and you don't know. Yeah. Is he crazy? Yeah. Has the world actually ended? And that exact storyline is the premise of the entire film. Let me say, it was amazingly well done. It was amazingly well acted. Uh, I walked away with a new favorite female heroine in horror. Yeah, that's what you said, which and I'm really intrigued by because, I, I mean, you know, Aaron from Your Next is still very near and dear to my heart, but uh-huh. if there's a contender for that throne, I'm going to be very And it's impressed. primarily for what she got through. You know, cool. I mean, it's, yeah, it's okay. just, it's her backstory and, and her arc throughout the movie that is absolutely amazing. Um, I need to see but this. The problem with the movie is, while I think it's wonderful and amazingly well done, and I completely give it all the accolades on the planet, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to watch it again. Sure. So, being what it is, um, I, again, saw the trailer for for uh, Green Room. Yeah. Before it. Oh, Man, I'm looking forward to that. I know. I'm really looking forward to that, too. Um, and uh, the horror movie Friday... Uh, was Fright Night 2, yes. which is really hard to find. It's completely out of print. Um, and I think it still held up really well. It's, um, I think it held up reasonably well. It did, yeah. yeah. It holds a big place in my heart. Yeah. The um, first one is just so good. The, that they're really on two different levels. Yeah, pretty much. Completely on two different levels. I, I, I feel like this one meandered a lot. I know I said Ooh. after we watched it that I was convinced there was a really good movie somewhere in all that footage. Yes. Um... But what it does well, it does really well. And, yeah. and those two actors, those two characters, are just incredibly watchable no matter what they're doing. Exactly. So, yeah, I was um, glad to see you. Two that I saw that I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on is uh, The Girl in the Photograph, which was just a really, really super recent VOD release. Um, it's kind of a slasher, and it is the last produced movie by Wes Craven before he died. Oh, uh, oh, he, okay. he read the script... Um, and became really good friends. And even though he was fighting cancer in the last, you know, 
while of his life, he was still really involved with uh, this young filmmaker while he was making this movie. And, um, and it was good. And, you know, I'm not terribly big on slashers. It was, you know, I, I was kind of catching up on Criminal Minds at the same time. Uh-huh. And because there's a bunch of days where I've left work early because I just wasn't feeling well and I was super tired. And there's a little bit of it that kind of had that feel to it of, you right. know. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it was it was good. It was interesting. It by no means is perfect. I'm, you know, it's, I'm not going to be touting this as the best, you know, horror I've come across, sure. but it was, but it was really interesting and it, and it seemed a little, it seemed, I didn't feel like it was something I'd seen a million times. Um, and, uh, the other thing I finally saw was he never died. Oh, good. Which was How decent. Was it? Decent? It's, it's okay. decent. <laughs> I, All didn't, right. I well, didn't love it. That's too bad. It looks um, like a lot of fun from the trailers. Um, so I, it, it was really well acted. Um, Storyline's really good. Maybe at some point I'll give it another watch. I mean, yeah. it, it really was something I was watching as I was kind of doing other things. Right. Um, but overall, I, I, I really enjoyed it. So mm-hmm. um, stuff that I'm not going to talk about um, due to the episode, which we haven't mentioned the... You're right, we have the theme. We're not we're not real good at that. We're terrible. Yeah. But this time we introduced ourselves. <laughs> we did. Yeah, which is a thing. Well, we're doing Southern Horror. Southern Horror, yes. Which is we had, and actually we had mentioned that at the end of the last podcast, but you know, that is always up for change. And also that was a month ago. <laughs> it so was a month ago, we could have forgotten. Yeah, yeah. So what have you seen? I did go and see Batman versus Superman. Oh, yeah? And I actually kind of loved it. You kind of loved it. And I think I'm alone amongst my geek friends in saying that. Okay. Um, So, really what it comes down to is that pretty much everything that they were doing that I really fundamentally disagreed with and thought Mm -hmm. was not at all in the spirit of the characters, I knew going into the movie. So, you know, I wasn't, like, unpleasantly surprised by any of it. My biggest issue is everybody is pissed off about... Lex Luthor not being Lex Luthor, but I don't feel like enough is being said to mention that he's not playing Lex Luthor. He's playing Lex Luthor's son. son. Yeah. In the comic, did he have a different name, or was he a junior? No, he wasn't a junior. Um, I don't know if... Okay. <laughs> Serious comic bear versions. Um, I, I don't know if um, in the comic books we ever canonically get what Lex Luthor's father's name is. Okay. Um... But the one thing I'm wondering if they're doing is in the 90s, they did this storyline where uh, Lex was dying, and he cloned himself and downloaded his mind into this younger clone. And that clone presented himself as, oh, I'm Lex Luthor's son. And said clone turned out to be kind of unstable. So I'm wondering, is that the storyline they're doing? Because from what I've gathered from anybody who's seen it, that's not the impression you're given at all. It's something that you kind of read about in the discussion of the movie that I've seen outside if of people. you're paying attention to the dialogue, it's there. You know, okay. Yeah. All right. So. Because everybody's like, this is the most fucked up Lex Luthor. And I'm like, I am so completely, like, comic blind. I, I yeah. never, everything is, from me, is like, you know, fandom proximity and movies. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it's literally from just paying attention to the internet that I knew. I'm like, well, of course he's not going to be Lex Luthery because he's not fucking Lex Luthery. It's true. He's not. But, but, you know, also I've seen different versions of the character over the years. Yeah. You know, since I've been a fan of Superman since, since I was a kid in the yeah. 70s, 
there's still part of me that looks at the major changes that were done to the character in 1987 with, with an eye towards, yeah, I guess that's all right. You know, which, to most people, that version is their Lex Luthor. Yeah. He definitely was a very different version of the character than we've ever seen, and I was okay with that. All right. You know. Um, but yeah, when, once I knew what I was going in for... Okay, so so, so here with, with, you know, with very minimal spoilers, here was, was what set the tone for me immediately, was this opens with a dream sequence that Bruce Wayne is having about the death of his parents... And then falling into this well and into this cave of bats. And the bats swarm on him and, and literally lift him out of the well as he's crowd surfing this swarm of bats and, and with, with his arms spread kind of like a saint. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be that kind of movie. <laughs> Are you Jesus Superman? I, that, well, but Jesus, Jesus Batman. Christ, Batman. <laughs> But but so one, one, once I oh this is Batman yeah this is Batman okay. and so 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 you know once 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 I clued in okay this is just going to be big and bombastic and operatic and we're dealing with these characters as myths and archetypes not uh, not as people you know then I was perfectly happy with it yeah so outside of Batman versus Superman or did um, you have anything else that you want to say about it no just that I liked it and I didn't expect to there you go let's see what else have I seen lately. Uh, as you talked about, I, I, uh, I saw Friday Night 2 with you. Uh, to prepare for this, uh, I ended up seeing three films. I saw one called Dead Birds, because it showed up on a couple of different people's lists. I love Dead Birds, and you, I own Dead did. Birds. Really? Yes. Okay. It's it's written by um, Simon Barrett, who was really? one of the writers. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. I, I know. I felt really... like I didn't get it. Oh, really? I loved yeah. it. I, like, I loved it, and I went out and bought it when I saw it, like... Weird. I was just irritated with it towards the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just double check that. Let's I make sure we're talking about the same movie. No, it, no, it, we are absolutely talking Confederate about Soldiers it. Confederate Soldiers Rob Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I, I, this... I need to make sure the director, and that I'm pretty sure it's Simon. This did not really do much of anything for me, although I did love the very ending. Yeah. I, I was going to rewatch it. Um, yeah, I had never heard of this, but it was on a couple of people's best lists for <laughs> Southern Horror. It, was there anything else that you saw that wasn't part of what... That was not part of? of? No. Okay, well, hey, let's get into Southern Horror. So. Okay, well, actually, the one thing that, that I did want to talk about briefly before we get into this, because I'm so <laughs> fucking mad, is not a movie, but a movie trailer, and that's Rogue One. And well, What's making you mad? The trailer was fantastic. You, you apparently haven't seen this reaction. The trailer, oh. once again, we've got a female protagonist. Yeah, oh, fuck those people. Though, what is really pissing me off is I have somebody who I like, who is claiming that it's, how was he putting it? I actually have, like, completely unfollowed him because I'm just so fucking sick of it. He's basically stating that it's created controversy because nobody fucking cares about anything. Those people who are complaining about it being, a, nobody cares what they have to say. And I'm like, you know what? Who fucking cares about what those fucking MRA assholes yeah. have to say? All the fucking women that they harass yeah. for simply existing on the internet. And of course, as a man, you think it's all just trumped up and fucking stupid that there's even, you know, a conversation about this. Well, I can tell you, as a woman who exists on the internet in fandoms that aren't generally accepting towards women, Fuck you. Exactly. Because, yes, they make our fucking lives miserable for simply existing in the fandom, yeah. and we are going to be seen as... An, I'm sorry, if you're not getting the fact at this point that I am, like, a fucking hardcore feminist, and, like, yeah. I'm ranting about this, about 
about my representation in the films that I see. Yeah, and absolutely. Like, you're listening to the wrong fucking podcast. <laughs> but no, yes, and it's, I just stayed away from anything where anybody would be talking about it because I don't have the fucking time. That, that's understandable. But it's really fucking awful. And, yeah. and the thing is, is the, the thing that really, really fucking pisses me off more than anything with this is anytime we have up to 30% representation, yes. we are seen as monopolizing. Have you seen all of the time those fucking women everywhere? And I'm like, it's, yeah. it's like 20% all the time. Like a woman who talks 40% in a conversation will be seen as monopolizing yes. the conversation. I, I've seen that now to 30. Yeah. The, 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 well, the classroom studies yeah. that, that I've seen. <clears throat> yeah. But yes. But no, so, it looks fun and, it, and it does. good and... And I just love, you know, her, her line is like, well, this is rebellion, isn't it? I yes. rebel. I know. <laughs> she's amazing. I love her already. But, you know, to, to these people, the fact that she's female is a political statement, you know, because normal yeah. default humans are male. And, yes. and so, so oh the only God. reason you could possibly be choosing to have a, a female character is to shove feminism in somebody's face. <laughs> See, you know, speaking as speaking as you know, a man who likes women, uh, <laughs> I like watching women in my movies. Oddly enough, yeah. Um, and you know, <laughs> if you're one of these guys sitting alone in your basement, all you really want to see in males is men, manly men, big men with big strapping muscles. You might want to stop and ask yourself some difficult questions <laughs> <laughs> and find some acceptance. Yes. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so so what I posted on Twitter earlier, uh, after reading all this, was, yeah. was, if you're mad Rogue One has another female protagonist, kill yourself. Not joking or exaggerating, I genuinely want you dead by morning, thanks. And that didn't get nearly as many angry responses as I wanted to, but it did get a couple. I, I, I had so many... But can I tell you how many you would have oh, so if you many. were a fucking so many. woman saying that? Yeah, no, instead I was accused of being a low-testosterone beta male. Because, you know, the first thing that he's going to attack is, is my masculinity, because that's the only important thing about, yeah. yeah. Um, and and, and this, this is my favorite. This is the amazing one. Could have another shooter on our hands here looking for a thrill kill. Please report this psycho ASAP. I'm not saying I'm going to come kill you. No. I want you to take care of that for me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care about you enough to go to the effort of... of i got shit yeah, to do. Yeah, so much. Okay, so that's all I'm going to say about that. And now... With, with no further ado, I feel we can get into the, the Southern Order. <laughs> the next thing that, that I watched to prepare for this yeah. is I rewatched something that, that I had seen years ago and mm -hmm. remembered really enjoying, and I still liked it this time, which was uh, Angel Heart. I contemplated watching Angel Heart. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm tired. <laughs> and that movie would be hard. Yeah. It's good. It is good. But... The, the it one thing make me tired. The one thing that really surprised me in watching it was that I remember it really strongly as being, you know, a southern horror movie. New Orleans. It doesn't get to New Orleans until the film is halfway over. Oh, really? It starts realize. out in New York. Oh, there you go. Until his investigation but I leads him to New Orleans. I completely think of it as absolutely a New Orleans. Movie. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just drenched in that atmosphere, and yeah. But I, I, I was glad to see that I still liked it because. Um, I've said for years that was one of my favorite portrayals of the devil. Yeah. Like, I did so much fucking research for this episode, I can't even tell you. I <laughs> um, I have them broken down by state. Yes, you were telling me that. I have uh, generic southern gothic, which I'm actually really fond of. Um, 
a series of books. Uh, um, a woman that I know uh, who was living here in the Seattle area but moved away, Sherry Priest, uh, had written her first, because she's originally from the South, and sure. that's where she's moved back to. But her first series of books was Southern Gothic Horror. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, God, what was it? It was 4 and 20 Blackbirds, I think was the title of one of them. Um, but, and I, I think it was reading her books that made me kind of like pursue that's because there is, there is a whole Southern Gothic. Absolutely. You yeah. know, and it's, and it's wonderful and it's dark and it's awesome. Yeah. Um, and stuff that I kind of like, I thought of that, uh, isn't true horror, but, but it's really good is, um, Suddenly Last Summer, uh, which is, uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Taylor, uh, Catherine Hepburn. It's not horror. I, you know, I'm not going to spend a uh, season one of True Detective. Yeah. It's kind of in that Southern Gothic, um, baby doll. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, one that I haven't seen, but I keep wanting to is No Country for Old Men. Oh, yeah. Uh, which yeah. I've, I've heard is really, really good. I, I, I ran, ran across a lot of these titles while I was researching this that, you know, again, don't quite qualify as horror movies, but definitely qualify as Southern Gothic. And there were a ton of them that I was like, I need to see this. Yeah. Like A Streetcar Named Desire. Good. Um, now, as long as we're talking about Southern Gothic, I've got a great quote for you that I found. Oh. Is that Tennessee Williams described Southern Gothic as writing that captures an intuition of an underlying dreadfulness in modern experience. Ooh. Isn't that great? That's nice. It's so good, yeah. <laughs> as long as we're, you know, touching on Angel Heart, did you have anything that you specifically wanted to say about it? I, I remember liking it when I saw it, but it's... It was, and part of the problem where I didn't want to rewatch a bunch of stuff is it is dark. It is dark. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the horror out of the South is really, really dark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and about taboo subjects and family secrets. And yeah. that's really what this touches on. What, one thing that, that struck me while I was watching it this time was I'm realizing that a couple of the later Hellraiser sequels kind of rip it off for no. its structure and storyline. Yeah. Which was not a comparison I've made before, but I was like, hmm, I mm-hmm. see what you guys were watching. <laughs> also, I remember that the, that the first time I saw it, I didn't see the twist ending coming. Wow. And this time, watching it, looking back on myself, I'm like, oh, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, I love, I love movies like that that have, I'm going to, a cookie pen. Uh, I love <laughs> movies like that that have a big twist. And, and there's so many people that are, that are like, oh, you can only watch it once. Because once you know the twist. I'm like, yeah, but no, that's a- once you know the twist, it's fun to rewatch yes. it. And watch all the parts of the roller coaster, mm-hmm. and it's a wonderful movie that bears to that rewatching. You, you can't tell me it's not fun to watch The Sixth Sense for a second time, and, I and know. so see. Oh yeah, this scene he's doing this, and this scene. Oh yeah, yeah it's totally like, obvious, oh my isn't God. it? It's, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, the, the other comment that I had about Angel Heart was that um, I am totally blanking on who the <coughs> the lead actor was. Was it Mickey Rourke? Mickey Rourke. Yeah, and De Niro was it, the uh, yeah. Well, De Niro I remembered, but, yeah. I, but I couldn't remember who, who made your work. Or Mickey Rourke. But, but, yeah. <laughs> but I, I realized while watching this, you were playing a Bruce Willis character. I don't know if you knew that at the time, but, but so many of but just are. his vocal mannerisms yeah. were, were, were just totally, yeah, Bruce Willis-esque. Willis-y. Will, Willar- no. Willarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop. <laughs> um... Uh, one that I want to mention that I introduced you to, Skeleton Key. Skeleton Key, yeah. I fucking love that, that was one of the movies that I was thinking of when I thought of this episode. Oh. Of movies that made me want to do it. I, oh, 
I think when I watched Skeleton, the Skeleton Key, I don't think I was even really aware who Kate Hudson was. You know, I mean, I, I think I was aware that Goldie Hawn had a daughter. And oh, sure. She looked okay. amazingly like her. Um, but I was really surprised at the depth of the movie, um, the atmosphere of it. I mean, it's just, it has a twist. And, it's really and it's emotionally just, effective. Yeah, yeah, it's just good. And, and, it, and it throws you for a loop because you think you're kind of going one direction and you think that's how the plot is going. And, and you're wrong. And you're wrong. Yeah. And that's amazing. That, that, that's one of the things that I've always loved about about the ring. Oh, is that, is that towards really? the ending? It's like, oh, we we, we helped the ghost. Like, you did what? Why did you do that? It's <laughs> <laughs> a terrible choice. Um, you make bad decisions. Yeah, haven't you? Didn't you just recently see the Beyond? I did. Yeah, and that was is that on the, my list. Was I, that the Tacoma? I didn't think I didn't think it was recently enough to qualify for our first section there, but uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Tacoma or no, Olympia. The Olympia. Uh, the, the, the Olympia, uh, I can't remember, it was like Up All Night Film yeah, Festival. where I was in awe because I can't stay up that long. It, I, was, I was really impressed and, and pleased to see that I still can because I, I, I had my serious doubts. I'm, I'm still shocked that you made it um, through that whole witch festival with men. Oh yeah, that was great. I know, but well, that's but a I mean, lot of movies. It man. is a lot of movies, but, but I'm perfectly fine watching... A ton of movies in a row. The thing that, that, that I was surprised about with the Olympia Festival is that they started it at night and went all through the night and That's into the horrible. morning. Yeah. I'm I, I, I like, this is torturous. I don't know why you're doing this, but if that's when okay. you're showing them, then okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, that's, speaking of watching horror movies at night, though, that's been, been the one sad thing, truth of, of me watching a couple of movies that I've seen lately. I started them too late at night, and, and they're like, oh, rats. And so I've had to stop the movie get up early in the morning and finish watching it before work. Uh-huh. And that kind of ruins the they atmosphere lose, of a horror lose. movie. I know. The one that really killed me was uh, when I watched Cairo, which uh, is Pulse. Oh, yeah, yeah. When I watched it, because I was watching it at night in the dark by yeah. myself. And I literally hit this moment. I was like, I'm scared. Mm-hmm. I'm much and the next day when I finished, I was like, oh, I wish I'd watched it <laughs> yeah. at night so I could be as scared as I could be. Uh, one, one of my favorite, you know, watching it way too late at night, oh my god, I'm alone in, in the dark house, uh, movie experiences, the first time I saw Cube. Oh, that's what I really wanted to show for. for oh my god, I'd love to watch that again. Yeah. Um, I, I so, think the sequel's really hold up, too. Okay. You're allowed to think that. Oh! I'm not going to think any, well, much less of you for, for your incorrect opinion. But. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so so the movie that I watched last night slash this morning that I was really sad to kind of spoil the atmosphere on was Pumpkinhead. Aww. Which I'm glad I didn't get a chance yeah. to, to watch it again uh, before we did this episode because it is fucking fantastic. It is just as good as I remember it being. Oh my gosh. I was just like, what movie was I just watching that completely I got the Pumpkinhead reference was... Finally watched Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. You did? Yeah. And did you like it? I did. Ha! Fuck you! <laughs> In your face, Jen! I've been trying to convince her for months that she would enjoy this movie. She's like, no, it's nothing I'm interested in. I'm like, whatever. And what's funny is... Let me guess, Jim talked you into it? No, Jim did not talk all right, to Alright, alright. I went up to him and said, you know, Michael has given me a hard time that there's yes. movies that I refuse to watch that I've watched with you and that I've enjoyed them. And... He's like, well, you know, I will completely watch Tucker and Dale vs. Evil with you, but, you know, I don't know. 
I don't know if you're going to like it because there's just some times where I have no idea. I think what happened is I watched the trailer. Because the thing is, I was thinking I had started the movie and just said, no. Oh, but you didn't? I don't think I did. Oh, But, but okay. he, as he started it, he said, it's saying resume. Hmm. But I think I got to the point where literally they're pulling up beside them in the truck and they give them the creepy hillbilly look. And I was just like, I'd seen the trailer a couple of times. Right. And I saw that and I was like, no. No. <sighs> and it's so much more than that. It's, Yeah. But no, I was I got a real pumpkin head vibe as the movie is progressing when they all show up at the truck stop. The first time he tries to talk to her. Yeah. But it's really because that's what happens at the beginning of the pumpkin head is True. all the kids yeah. show up yeah. at that shop and I'm like, please tell me they don't kill a kid here. <laughs> um Well the the other thing that reminded me of Pumpkinhead was when we rewatched Jugface recently. Yes. Both those movies have that, that great shtick of okay because of this thing you did you get to watch through the monster's eyes as it kills people mm-hmm. and I'm amazed that the first time I saw Joe Face that I never made that connection oh yeah it was because the thing is is so when we watched Joe Face that was my third watching yeah of it and, and I think the, it was just mine as well yeah because I mean I watched it by myself and then I watched it with you and we watched it with the group and um you know, I mean, one of the big things with watching Southern horror is you're going to get a lot of the hillbilly horror. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's a failing on my part that, you know, I didn't get, I didn't, well, I, it's not that I didn't get the stereotypes and, sure. and the, but when I watched it and when I watched it with you, all I caught was the characterizations and and the pathos mm-hmm. and going through this horrible journey and I, I ignored a lot of the yes this could be seen as trite because it's kind of you know hillbilly esque you know because it could I, I don't think it is though I mean it's I just know, it's just I heard a lot of it, commentary mm-hmm. during the during the movie from others where you know oh that's you know the hillbilly who does this and the you know and this and everything and I was like. It, to me, it was like watching a fable. Yeah, it it, it, and, and it, it works was, as just they're just an isolated community. It could just as easily be happening know, in like and, you know and Salem witch times. But the, the biggest worry I think I had with it, upon watching it with a larger group who was commenting a lot more on the stereotypes of it, was that I was being blind to. I mean, it's not racism, but you know, I was being blind classism. to. Yeah, I was being blind to classism. Where is when I watched it, I completely watched it as watching a very stylized fable from the very beginning opening scenes of, of you know, the, the stylized drawings that were very folk art. I don't feel like there's any part of this movie that's really mocking its subject yeah. for being yeah. country folk. Yeah. And, well, Your empathy but, but, is but, meant to be with them the entire time. Well... There were a it's lot no, of people there. Well, but the thing is, it's like I heard a lot of commentary too about how they were all shitty, awful people, and it's not what I took away on my first watchings of it. I mean, the mom is, <laughs> you know, but she's that. She is understandable evil. Yeah. Yes, and and is like a lot of the moms I knew from my because that's what was mm-hmm. really hard too. Is I I really um, connected with. Because it's the kind of small town I grew up in, yeah. where there were a lot of shitty people parenting 
that were really trying the best they could, but were really kind of awful people who had no problems with hurting to teach a lesson. Yeah. Um, anyhow, um, I saw it just as more humanity than, I don't know. I didn't write them off as much, I guess. Uh, just really turning really quickly, just because of the way I have things broken down. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Candyman for a while to the flesh. I haven't seen it in years. How <laughs> does it hold up? It's not great. Okay. Um, but it was it was an entertaining movie as long as you don't pair it with Candyman at all. Yeah, okay. You know, it's uh, Tony Todd does, a, again, a good job. And it's an interesting premise of a little bit more of his backstory. And, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, you know... The children. Mm-hmm. I remember almost nothing about it. I remember one single image from it that made me laugh. Panning over this, the mostly empty street, this, this one guy just passed out in the middle of the street and painted on his naked back is, I am drunk and stupid, please let me sleep. That's beautiful. Yeah. And then it's Mardi Gras. Yes. And that's the literally the only thing I remember <laughs> about the movie. Um, other New Orleans is, uh, I don't have much to say about it, Interview with the Vampire. Though I did love the, the comment that he made, which I've had to really... Oh, yeah. I sent out an email this week, because I've been showing a lot of comedies, and it is yeah, getting... Yeah, we've been getting bad about it. Oh, my God, you yeah. guys. I Everybody walked out, and I looked at Jim, and I'm like, I'm going to fucking kill people. And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm equally to blame. I'm like, you're all to blame. <laughs> but there was this beautiful moment in... Um, <laughs> in Fright Night, Fright Night 2. Night 2, where she's playing a vampire... Because she's a vampire, and then you make the comment. Yes, I, 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 I quote, quoted the line of uh, vampires pretending to be actors pretending to be vampires. How avant garde! And then Joey and I finished the line together because, of course, of course, she got the reference. Yeah. Yeah, if we really wanted to talk a lot about Interview with the Vampire, I think we would need Joey here. Yeah. Because uh, um, neither of us love the film that much. I mean, I, I like it. I certainly yeah. solidly like it. I like the characters from it more than anything else. My fondest memory of it is seeing it at this beautiful theater in, in Minneapolis mm. that was gorgeous. And I was like, I will see anything in yeah. this theater. Mm. Uh, the 1982 Cat People is also um, Louisiana. Sure. And it's not... It is. It's, it's not, a, we're not recommending you watch it. No. Um, but uh, it, it sure does take place in Louisiana. Blob. Also yeah, happened, you know, I really I, loved, didn't you just recently? I just recently, that? I, n- not, I, not rewatch it. I'd never seen it before. Oh, really? I thought it was a lot of fun, and I think the special effects are really good, good in it I too. I love it. Yeah. Though the scene where he gets sucked down the drain is is kind of epic. <laughs> yes. God. <laughs> oh man, speaking of special effects, that was the thought I had while watching Comic Con that depressed me. And I don't know if the 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 sequels have hit this point, but I realized that if they did a remake of this today. That creature would all be CGI. Oh yeah, there'd be no practical. It's one of the most gorgeous monsters Stan Winston ever pulled off, yeah. and amazing. But you know, we'll not, we'll never see anything like it again. No, We're, we've so gone away from from beautiful practical effects. Yeah, which makes me really sad because that was um, I had so looked forward to seeing Harbinger Down. Oh yeah, which, that's what you were telling me. That's Hendrickson. I'm yes. still like it's the entire reason why. I got the um, the, the special um, pass for the weekend for Crypticon because you get to go to the meet and greet. Oh, excellent! Okay. And the brunch and everything. Nice. Because I want to. Mm-hmm. I want to be thoroughly. I want to think about being horribly inappropriate <laughs> around Lance Henriksen. He, he probably wouldn't mind. And then be respectful 
when I actually do meet him, but I want to think horrible, horrible thoughts. That reminds me, I have a movie recommendation for you. Yes. Um, oh, but anyway, but the movie oh, itself yeah. sucked ass, but yes. the practical effects were amazing. Uh, the movie is Frogs, which I've never seen. Okay. And it sounds really stupid and terrible, but I read something about it today that maybe they, oh, Jen needs to see this movie, which <laughs> is that it, it features Sam Elliott shirtless for most of the movie. Yes! So I thought Frogs. that was relevant to your writing that She's down. writing that down. She actually literally is writing that down. <laughs> now, this is not to be confused with a movie that, that I, I see a scarecrow every now and then that, that, that's Frog hyphen G hyphen G hyphen G. <laughs> that is exactly how I pronounce it every time I see it. And usually when I'm there with Sam around him, if we pass by, one of us is trying to go. Frog. <laughs> and, it's and, like Popeye. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll be like, you know, if we can't think of anything around, it's like, well, we, we could finally watch Frog. <laughs> no, there's no reason to do that. Yeah, no, so I'm going to put out your next movie, and then I will lead us through the state. Okay. Uh, Frailty. Texas. Oh, how of course it is. Yes. Oh, Amazing. It is. Had you seen it before? Yes. Uh, before meeting me? I mean, did, did, did you find out about it from me, or did you? No, I knew about it before. Okay. Because um, I've turned a lot of people onto that movie, and I couldn't remember if you were one of them or not. No. Because it just flew beneath the radar, and yeah. it shouldn't. It's fantastic. Paxton directed? Yeah. Oh, God. Just the ending is completely out of, like, it just shocks you. And it's perfect. And it's perfect. You know, and if you're perfect. like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. That insane twist just happened because it's it's logical. Except completely kicks you in the junk yeah, and absolutely. holy shit. Yeah. Yep. Um, I love a twist ending that makes you question everything you just saw. Yes. And it really does that. Yeah. Boba Hotep, which I need to give a oh, yeah. watch to. Um, uh, one that I... I didn't love it as much as I wanted to. Considering it's Bruce Campbell and it's Don Coscarelli directing. Yeah. I wanted to love it. Didn't liked it. Yeah, strongly liked it. I, I did like John F. Kennedy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All the boys love Mandy Lane, which I oh yeah, know. which you didn't like nearly as much as I did. Because I don't like that new genre very much, but I was the fuck out of that True. movie. Uh, and and plus, I I love I love the twist in it of of it. Um, eh, spoilers for you know All the Boys Love Mandy Lane. I love the twist at the end of it. Being all her. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty fantastic. Yeah, just the the one the, the one bad thing I will say about All the Boys Love Mandy Lane is I feel like its scariest scene comes early in the movie. Oh, yeah. And that's the swimming pool. The swimming pool. That, yeah. Yes. That is intense is. and terrifying and nothing else that happens once the plot actually really gets nope. going is matches is, that. Is, 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 yeah, is all encompassing and But you know, on the other hand, it had that scene. So props to that movie. Exactly. Uh just till dawn. Yes. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, from from Dustalong is like Mexico, which is you know as south as you can get. Really. Oh, is it technically Mexico? Well, I, Texas. I part of it's in Texas okay. and part of it's in Mexico. Right. So 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 well, it starts out really we're, south. We're including Angel going. Heart and. <laughs> well, I, I I have I have one that I want to throw out there, even though I'm definitely wrong about it being a southern horror movie, mm-hmm. and that's Night of the Living Dead, which feels southern to me in terms of its politics and. Mm-hmm in a sense, but it takes place in Pennsylvania, which is literally just north of the Mason-Dixon line. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I know, I was very careful about what states I included. And then, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Which takes place in Texas. It does. I'm almost sure. 
Uh, I, I, I've always been puzzled by the fact that the uh, remake starts off with the song Sweet Home Alabama. You're like, why? And I'm like, I love this song, but why am I hearing it right now? Uh, another one that maybe kind of barely sort of counts as, as Southern uh-huh. is Something Wicked This Way Comes. Oh, yeah. Which, you know, again, feels really Southern, but it takes place in Illinois. Which some people would call the South, but it's more Midwest. I, yeah, I would always uh, consider Illinois the Midwest. Yeah, so maybe not so much. But, but, but again, it, it has a real Southern Gothic oh, yeah. feel and flavor to it. Uh, I loved Dead Birds. I'm going to return to yeah. that really, really briefly. I found it, I, I need to find another word other than atmospheric. But I really did. And I liked, and I liked the kind of... had a great ambience. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I loved the, uh, you know, the Civil War slash kind of Western feel to it. I did really like I that like about that. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's why I wanted to say it in the first place. When, yeah. when I first heard the setup, you know, Confederate soldiers rob a bank and then end up in a place that might be haunted or have demons or monsters or some shit. I don't even know when I saw the goddamn movie. Um, but yeah, when I first heard that that was the setup, yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, right, so I mean, show me that. Yeah, and then, yeah. 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 Um, the 1993 Body Snatchers is also Alabama. Oh, is it? And Okay. Uh, and, and this movie, it's so funny because I just had a really long talk with handsome boyfriend Jim. He does not like the original house. Yeah? He says it's too silly. It's too silly while not being scary enough, I think, was his complaint. Okay. Which I see what he's talking he'll, about. He'll listen to it, and, and, and he'll tell me how I got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but his complaint. But I think I think he said the silly wasn't silly in a vein that he liked. Um, but I remember finding, like... It's got kind of a Looney Tunes sensibility without really kicking over quite into comedy ever. So I yes. think that's what... Yeah. It's, it's neither fish nor fowl. Yeah. I can see where and, the problem was. But the thing is, there were points about it that really, you know, not even watching as a parent now, where that kind of bothers me with the child endangerment and everything, but there were little parts of it that I found really frightening, like the first time I watched it. Yeah. I mean, it's very silly. There's a lot of silliness to it, but there were... There well, there's were also pieces. a lot of heart and character to it. I thought so. It's one of my favorite. I, I really love House. And, and I'm fairly fond of House, too, which... Has the second story. The second story, which, which is, is that's a great subtitle. It really yeah. is, um, and it's that's that goes full on over into Looney Tunes mm-hmm. with the with the grandpa and and uh, the little snail creature. Speaking of you being a parent now, I, I really wouldn't recommend that you rewatch Pumpkinhead anytime soon. Uh, I did. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Like last year. Yeah. And yeah, because yeah. I find that hard to watch, and yeah. I don't really care that much about children in general, so, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I mean, even if, even if the feelings of parenthood wasn't something that, that I got at all, Lance Hendrickson would still sell that to yeah. me, you know. Um, I'm going to, just because we have returned again to Pumpkinhead, we're going to hit yes. North Carolina and uh, talk about The Descent. Oh, yeah. I have really, really, really wanted to rewatch. I would totally watch that again. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's just really terrifying. And, well, I think it's additionally terrifying to me because the idea of spelunking and uh, oh, yeah. cave diving is literally <laughs> the most horrible idea. I, I, I think I've told you this. That, that, that after scenes in it of, like, you know, that one girl getting stuck and not being able to move forward or go back, once we got to the part of the movie where there were monsters, I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. The, the, that's the, terrifying. The, the claustrophobia part is over. Now we're just dealing with monsters. I can deal with monsters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, being trapped in, in tunnels or, like, I can't remember if this is a thing that they do in that movie because it's it's been a couple of years since I've seen it, but uh, 
when they're doing cave diving and they have to go through a tunnel that's underwater. Yeah, yeah they do that. Like I that is that. the most fucking horrible idea that ever yeah. happened ever. I don't I don't care if it's only like five feet where you have to go through a tunnel from one pool of water to another. No. No 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 no. Yeah. No. Nope. Let's do something else. Let's do yeah. anything else. Uh Carrie. Oh, duh, of course. Yes, which, but, but we've covered Carrie yeah, so yeah. thoroughly. Oh, um, what well, we have to mention, since we've talked about Lance Henriksen and we're talking about Southern Horror, even though it's a film we've, we've discussed a million times, we would be highly remiss if we didn't at least mention Near Dark. Oh, Near Dark. You know, and that's one of one of my absolute favorite Southern Horror movies. Because it's, it's just a beautiful damn movie. It really, really is. I can't believe we talked so much about seeing Near Dark, and you completely forgot. I know, <laughs> but you that got there. Killed me. You got there in time for the most important scene. Wait, which one were you considering the, the most important scene? The Roadhouse. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yes, I'll agree with that. <laughs> I'll agree with that. Man, there was something I was watching recently where there was a scene that was starting to remind me of that, and then it wasn't anywhere near as awesome. But I can't remember what the movie was. Cool story, bro. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Jesus. So this crazy. is the best podcast ever. I, you know that? <laughs> I'm trying to figure oh. out. I can't remember what state near dark takes place in. Yeah, that reminds me. Uh, shout out to one of our listeners. Yes. Uh, Tumblr user uh, Circa1891 uh, messaged me the other day saying, Hi, I love your podcast. And then we didn't talk about horror movies at all because she was saying, you said you like Steven Universe. Who are your favorite characters? What are your favorite episodes? And we got this long conversation about Steven Universe because of my horror movie podcast. Fuck yeah! I like life. Life is interesting. Oh, Steven Universe is... Oh, I love Garnet. So, so... I love Garnet! Yes. So, that was really fun and cool. Thanks for contacting me, and I hope you're enjoying this episode. I'm pretty sure she's messaged me, too, and I really liked the course. Yeah. I just, I don't ever respond back to anyone because my life is <laughs> that, that makes it not a correspondence, actually. Because well, there's a co and, and I don't respond. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Gosh, Mr. J, you should put the fun back into football. <laughs> Harley Quinn's best line ever. Yeah. Uh, maximum Overdrive. Oh, yeah. Yeah? I'm amazed that's not on my list. Um, I think the remake of Cape Fear. Yes. yes. The original I don't know about because mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. Yeah. And I haven't seen the, the remake of Cape Fear in years, but I remember loving it. Yeah. it you, you could argue that it's more thriller than, than yeah, horror, yeah. but I, it's fucking scary, so yeah. who gives a yeah. shit? Yeah. And I know what you did last summer. Oh, yeah. Was, this, uh, that takes us through North Carolina. Yeah. Where, where, where you know, you have to escape the evil clutches of the Gordon Fisherman. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. Maybe I, I had kind of a hard time taking that seriously, but, you know. You know, well, it had a, what's her name, it progressed. It's really <laughs> all that really mattered. Um, did you ever, did you ever end up watching The Town That Dried at Sundown? I still have it. I can't say I recommend it. Yeah, that's what I'm gathering. There, there was, <laughs> I was reading somebody's list of, of, you know, best southern horror movies, and it was on there, and then what they had to say about it, they were like, actually, I don't really like this movie. I'm like, well, why? why is that on your fucking list? Why are you jerking me around like this? I'm a busy man. I just nearly got sprayed with hard cider. You so nearly did. It was so hard to swallow. <laughs> Anyhow, that's Which is what she said. said. <laughs> God damn you. 
Oh yeah, that that was the thing I, I was telling you before we started the podcast that, that you know I, I had to resist making a your mom joke earlier, and, and that that was to the guy who was saying that I was a <coughs> low testosterone beta male. You know, the immediate temptation is to go, like, "That's not what your mom said last night," but he didn't he didn't deserve even the obvious joke. So you know, oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to bring up a movie that's not a good movie, but I kind of enjoy the aspects of it. Uh, the Devil's Rejects. Not a fan, I take it. Well, I don't like... He's a... <sighs> His movies are so bad. Well, that, that was what really stunned me about it, is that I thought, even though it still wasn't great, it's, it still was just barely watchable, it, I thought it was way better than House of a Thousand Corpses, and it's only his second movie. And then Halloween was actually pretty decent. That was his third movie. And I was like, we just watched this guy go through film school in front of our eyes. <laughs> he improved that much in just three movies. But but The Devil's Rejects, I have to love because of that fucking ending. Yeah, I haven't watched that. Oh, okay. Well, I will just go ahead and tell you that. I don't care. Yeah, go ahead, please. Um, Spoilers for it, yeah. So, so at, the en- at the ending of it, you know, once this little, you know, psycho family... Unit, you know, it, it, it's kind of yeah. like you know the, the characters in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know, in, in a sense. Once they realize that you know the jig is up and they need to get the fuck out of town, they they are heading out on the road, and then up ahead of them is this massive, massive, ridiculous, massive police roadblock. At which point they just kind of slow to a stop, start handing each other guns and ammunition, and starts like squeezing each other's shoulders and you know non-verbally saying their goodbyes. Mm-hmm. And then heading right towards the roadblock, guns blazing, two strands of Freebird. Actually, I saw a really good article on um, songs that, due to horror movies, have become forever altered. Oh, and, sure. And it was this one of the things, Freebird, Betty Davis Eyes. Oh, God, yes. <sighs> yeah, Freebird, I definitely think Devil's Rejects every time yeah. I hear it. it. It makes me happy every time I yeah. hear it. Certainly, I know many people who, who complain about the fact that they, they, they can't hear Carry On My Wayward Son without thinking of Supernatural. Pretty much. Um, what else we got here? Oh, you mentioned earlier that, that I had rewatched The Beyond, but then we didn't end up saying yeah, about yeah. it. Um, Which I've never seen. You've never seen it? You, you might not, ever, I think. Uh, it's probably my favorite Italian horror movie, but, you know, again, I don't know if it's the kind of thing that you would like at all. But it's really fascinating to me to, 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 to really see the South that is Louisiana through another country's eyes, you know, through their vision of what it's like. It was yeah. just really interesting to, to, to see that feel of it. And, you know, I think that's a, that's a lot of the appeal for me of Southern horror in general is the South is so wonderfully strange and distant and alien to me because I've spent my entire life up here in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's just... When, when you've got people who are clearly northerners, you know, telling these, these southern stories, it's with this, anything could happen down there, couldn't it, sort of feeling. So, yeah. yeah. And, and there, there's definitely a certain element of that. You know, to, it, it's like our collective woods as a nation. You know, don't go in the woods or bad things will happen to you. Well, don't go south of the Mason-Dixon line. Or, bad things will happen to you. Uh, did you see that Onion article that Jim posted about um, most deaths? Are from going out. To yes, that was so good. It, it, it was very uh, Welcome to Night Vale. Yeah. Which reminds me, I'm going to see the Welcome to Night Vale when they come to town wow. because a friend of mine randomly bought me tickets for it. Well, you're going to enjoy the hell out of it. I, I am. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Uh, I'm going to mention a couple of films from the 90s that I loved that nobody saw. Uh, and that's Dead Man, which, you if you've right. never seen it, you need to. Okay. It's Johnny Depp. It's a black and white film. Jim it's Jim Jarmusch. Yeah. Yeah. I may even have that on DVD and just haven't seen it. You know, it. looking at this stack of DVDs behind you, I'd say that seems entirely likely. I bought it just because it was Jim Jarmusch. And I, yeah. every, every single... I, I, I remember when it came out. I remember the discussion about it because I lived in an area of Minneapolis that had a sixplex independent movie theater called The Lagoon. But it was hmm. all foreign and all independent film. Cool. And uh, I was living there when... Um, so when it came out, I remember hearing about it. And I remember hearing, oh my god, you, know, you have to see Jim Jarmusch's movies. And yeah. at that point I had seen... I can't remember. Did he star in or have a film segment of Night on Earth? I don't remember. But anyway, It go seems ahead. like it, yeah. Um, and, you know, the other fun thing about it is that it stars Johnny Depp from before he was, you know... Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and so he's just still an amazing performer, even even back in his fetushood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other '90s horror, horror movie that I love that nobody saw is Grim Prairie Tales. Yeah, we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's even on VHS, let alone whether whether it got a DVD release. It is because is it? I remember seeing it at. Um, Video stories. Okay. Um, Scarecrow must have it then. I should really rewatch it one of these days. It's uh, it's a fun little setup because it's this this horror anthology piece, mm-hmm. and Does the, it have um, it has James Earl Jones, Brad Dorf. Oh yeah, Brad Dorf is in it. Yeah. the The framing sequence of it is is kind of great because it's these you know two strangers who meet on their travels out in the middle of nowhere and, and camp down. For the night, and it, it's the stories that they tell each other over their campfire. I remember you talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I think you would like it if we can ever lay hands on it. Um, tremors. We haven't mentioned tremors, and we love tremors. We do love tremors. At least I didn't don't have it checked off on my to do list, and I don't remember <laughs> talking about it. So didn't we go to see? I didn't have it on my list, which shocks me. Yeah. Um, didn't we go to, we saw Central Cinema. Yeah, Central Cinema. Oh, it was so wonderful. Yeah, that was screen. super fun. I love that movie. Oh, I know there was a TV series of it, and I never there did was. end up seeing it. I think there it. was. Have you seen any of it? No. I think it was on they, USA. They came, out, like they came out with a new movie this, like, last yeah, year. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but Jim I really want to. bought it for his dad. Yeah. And they watched it, and they will watch anything. They, they happily watched <laughs> Sharknado and all of its sequels, and they were like, it's not good. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. You and I'm like, you know, something's terrible. If his parents are like, yeah, we didn't, yeah. we didn't enjoy that. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> but it was sad. like film five or six. I mean, <laughs> the quality's <laughs> really gone downhill at that point. <laughs> uh, do you want? Speaking of quality going downhill, do you want to say anything about Jezebel? Because <sighs> I know you saw it, and I never did. I did. It reminded me a lot of the Skeleton Key. Yeah. Uh, it was okay. So, listeners, that's a movie that you could totally you could, watch you if you, you had the desire to do so. Yeah. You know, I felt yeah. like, it, it. in my opinion, uh, I feel it's a very similar movie to Skeleton Key, and Skeleton Key does it better. Yeah. So just just watch that. There's my call. Okay. Um, the 1985 uh, Return of the Living Dead is out of Kentucky. All right, so that one is legitimately... Uh, a Living Dead movie in the South, as opposed to, to my kind of borderline Night hey, of the Living Dead. but you know what? 
I, I love this, you know, reminiscent of the South. Yeah. Too. Yeah. It, it, that, that was really what I was after with this, was, was the feel rather than... So it's funny, because you were talking about the Scream Factor coming out with their... Return of the Living Dead yeah, special edition. Yeah, Jim's got it ordered, too. Yeah, Blu-ray. And, Blu-ray. and he was really excited for a minute, because he thought that he had the only DVD that had the original soundtrack. Because I guess huh? there were some logistics issues with getting the soundtrack. Oh, no. None. Okay. None of the DVDs. And with the Blu-ray that's coming up from Scream Factory, there's still one song that's missing from the original movie. Huh. There was only one DVD release. It was a UK release. Interesting. But it's completely out of print, from what I gather, really difficult to find, that has all the original music well, from the original movie. As long as they still have the song that plays when the zombies start coming back no, out of the graveyard, I know. I'm know. fine. Yeah, because yeah, right. that's, the, that's the musical moment in it that I just <laughs> fell in love with. Uh, Tennessee, we've got Evil Dead. Oh, yeah, of course. And An American Haunting. I don't think I know that one. If I'm not mistaken, that is the one with Donald Sutherland, and it keeps hopping back and forth. Let me just double check. I, I was really familiar with which one it was uh, when I wrote this list down uh, a month ago. Okay, yeah. Or, you know, yeah, Donald Sutherland's Sissy Spacek, and it's got, it kind of has some time hops of going back and forth mm-hmm. between, um, what had happened? It's it's Which it, I like. kind of, it is, but it's it's kind of more on the thriller end than uh, true horror. Sure, but it's an interesting watch. With that title, you'd think it would be. Yeah. More horror. I'm going to mention one that isn't a great movie, and it it was given it was done no favors, and I'm going to be so embarrassed saying this movie out loud. Okay. A haunting in Connecticut to Ghost Georgia. Wow. Huh. It's it's that fucking Hollywood of we have we have a script. I think that we should just slap this title on oh, it yeah. and pretend it has something, or completely rewind rewind it to use. Now, is that what happened with um, the Ten Cloverfield Lane? No, was that a pre-existing script that ended up getting that attached so. to it? Because the thing is, I don't want to say too much. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because then, then I, I, I'm just going to withdraw the question. Yes. Continue talking about this movie. This is a decent movie, and had it not had the Haunting in Connecticut mm-hmm. aside to it, it has uh, oh, the blonde chick that was from Battlestar Galactica, whose name I always forget. She was also oh, fuck. a mom. Who was it? Who was yeah, in, Oculus. It was in Oculus, yeah. It was fantastic in Oculus. It's a, a decent horror story. Years ago, I'd have been like, that's a completely decent horror movie. You know, yeah. my standards have become so much higher yeah. because I have so, you know, Jim messaged me the other night um, and he's like, oh, I was just thinking of you, you know, I'm watching this absolutely horrible, we watched this <laughs> Netflix horror movie, it was a werewolf movie, of course, because he's a werewolf junkie, uh, called Uncaged, and he's like, That this sounds is- bad already. Yes. Eh. Okay. And uh, he was just like, I should have just, I should have turned off. <laughs> um, anyhow, anyhow, but, uh, but you know, 10 years ago, I had the 8 at the time Netflix subscription. Yeah. And I would watch a lot of shit. And I completely know that that's what he's doing of like, sure. you know, I got the time. I got nothing but time. And like, yeah, I'll completely watch a shitty movie. So I read the other day that Netflix's library has been has reduced by about thirty one percent over the past oh, five not, years. I'm not surprised. But on the other side of it, I'm halfway through 
da- uh, Daredevil. Oh, I yeah. I said Deadpool. Excellent. Uh, uh, and it's amazing. Have you already finished it? I haven't. It? I haven't even started it yet. Because it came out... <coughs> when you were prepping for it. It came out while I was prepping for Westcom. Yeah. It's, it's so good. And, you know, honestly, and I, I remember saying this to Jim, that I who's a... My, my kitty who just... Okay, so part of the shit that went wrong, I had a week. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fucking fuck. So where you broke everything. Where I broke everything. I broke my iPhone, my iPad, my car, my cat, and my kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I dropped my cell phone getting out of my car and smashed the screen. I'm trying to remember the process of things. I come home on like a Tuesday night. And my cat's back leg is dangling, who has just turned 19 this month. Back leg is dangling out of her leg, and she can't stand on it, because she dislocated her back fucking leg. Because apparently walking is hard. Go to the vet, and somewhere between the vet and the restaurant we went to while they were doing all the work on her, somebody hit my car. I don't even know if I knew about that one. I didn't talk about it. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, they just scratched the bumper up. Sure. It, 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 it only sucks so bad because um, it's a brand new car. Yeah, I was going to say, you only have that car. car for about a minute. Yeah. Um, the next night, Tecla drops the iPad and smashes the screen on that. And then the day after that, um, her daycare has me, or her aftercare, calls me and they're like, her eye looks terrible and you should come get her. And her eyes had completely swollen up and were completely red and aggravated. Uh, and she had sinusitis, which basically oh, an infection had set in in her sinuses, yeah. causing her to be really sensitive to light. So it's like, and literally, I mean, it wasn't even a full week. It was like in a six-day period. And I, the thing that sucks is that Tuesday that I had to take Abby in, I got a bonus, a once-a-year bonus. That um, in that course of that week, here goes to go. The entire thing, which, you know, I'm thankful. Life just does that. When you oh. randomly get windfalls of money, then suddenly, randomly... Shit goes wrong and take it all away. Yep. But yeah, that was that was a thing that happened in the... <sighs> but so, the thing that's nice is, is so I, I, I... And the thing is, I feel bad, because I came home, and I'm doing all this work, and then I see Abby, and she's kind of like meowing at me like she does. I sit down, she tries to jump up next to me, and I notice she can't walk. Yeah. But Jim was coming over that night, and he came in, like, literally five minutes as tears were streaming down my face. I'm like, you have to go to the Good times. Yeah, this is but, uh, been... you, you mentioning your daughter being sensitive to light reminds me of one that's not on my list. Uh-huh. The Others. Oh! But where's that? Isn't it? I don't know. I swear, it, it feels like the South to me. It you know? should be. If it's not, it, if should, it's not... Be, it should be Southern Gothic. If yes. Gothic if it's... Um, so in returning back to um, to Georgia, we've got Deliverance. Um, Which I've never seen of you. Yes, I a mean, long time ago. I'm aware of it due to pop culture. That's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. That's all I've got to say about it. Yeah. And throwing out just Georgia just because it's a horror podcast, but The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. um, which I'm like half a season behind, but... I'm all of the seasons behind. I know. So. It, it has its moments. And I, I um, flip the table on The Walking Dead every single season. Yep. And then I wait until it's all out, and then I watch it in a binge. Um, I, I hear the most recent season ender just made everyone very, very angry. Yeah, that's kind of what I gathered. Yeah. And so, again, I will sit on the whole goddamn thing until it's all done, and we shall see. Um, 
I'm just going to really quickly, let's uh, jump through Florida, which is Day of the Dead. Oh, okay. That's in Florida? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. All right. Uh, Jeepers Creepers, which I don't think you like. Do you? Not especially. Yeah. I, I liked it's it when I first saw it. Out. And then well, I, I remember might... you had a complaint about it, too, that um, there's something about being a monster yet driving it drunk. Yeah. It was a little <laughs> weird. But on the other hand, the image it has in it of the basically cathedral made of human bones yeah. has stayed with me. Yeah. That's a movie you might not want to rewatch because of the director. film or not, it kind of does. Okay. Um, and that's The Reflecting Skin. <gasps> oh my gosh! Speaking of The Reflecting Skin, have you seen that? that? The movie? Oh yeah, years ago. It's completely un- ah, knocking shit down. Jen is breaking everything. Oh hey! I know! It's the, the cover story on, is this this month's? Um. On a recent issue of Real Board. I get, okay, so I'm gonna throw this out there because I get this. Um, I get the horror box. Um, it's yeah. Yeah. And they have, they have a nerd one. They have a horror one and they have a kid box and I get that one for Tekla and, um, the horror box one that I get. Oh, I'll have to, I'll have to give you a link to it because it's, I've been really happy with it. I've never been a t-shirt wearer and they have sent me the most awesome t-shirts where I have become a t-shirt yeah. You basically tell them what your size is, and they just send you one with every package. And you get, like, you know, I mean, there's a Walking Dead box that you got that was pri- primarily s- swag from that. Um, there was a zombie one that I got. Um, I, you know, and it's just sticky stuff that, you know, it's cute little toys. And, sure. Like, I have a zombie finger wine stop. <laughs> Which is, you know, hysterical because it's a zombie finger one. As I'm making like a finger hook finger, you stick it in like this. <laughs> so, so talking about getting t-shirts remind me of, I, I had a moment the other day. Because every now and then this sort of thing occurs to me while, while I indulge in one of my favorite hobbies, which is shopping at thrift stores. Me too. I love that. Um, I, I, I found a Doctor Who t-shirt that I didn't have, and, and it was in uh, 2XL. Okay. Which, you know, is a little big on me, but I like wearing oversized t-shirts sometimes. Yeah. Um, so I was like, cool, excellent. Then I found another one, another Doctor Who t-shirt that was 2XL. And I'm like, cool, great, what a weird coincidence. And then I found a third one, and I thought, someone died. That's just my immediate thought, is someone but died. I was like, but now I have his t-shirts. So. I was going to say, <laughs> he would want someone else to hell up his t-shirts. That's true, that's true. Because a he Doctor Who someone... fan yeah. wants to share the love. That's absolutely true. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> we talked earlier. Did you have anything else that you wanted to say about the reflecting skin? No, we brought it up. I. It's a weird movie, guys. I don't it, know if I'm recommending this to you or not. Yes, it is odd and stylish and odd. Yeah, and I think that's enough. Bad things happen. Yeah, really, really, really young Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, that was really, a good thing. Really young. Um. I don't know if I said enough about Tucker Dale versus Evil. Okay. I, I, you know, we kind of mentioned... Which is um, getting a sequel. Yes. So sweet. Isn't it? So much yeah. sweeter than I thought it was going to be like very Deadpool. And it's like, that is so much sweeter and more heartrending than yeah. I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And that's so, why I thought he would like it. And he's so... Oh, that guy... The, the, that's the other reason I thought he would not, like it. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that my type? <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. 
you know, the, the only thing I is I, teddy bear is my bad. <laughs> the only thing is I wasn't a hundred percent sure, you know, whether it was going to be quite your sense of humor or not. You know, the, these other aspects of the film I knew you would like. Yeah, there were times where I didn't laugh as much as others, but there were times right. where I did laugh my ass off. The, the, the line I remember laughing my so ass sweet. off. Oh the my stuff. god, which I completely like the moment it happened. <laughs> I was literally able to say as it happened, he's really heavy. For half a guy. <laughs> uh, not yeah, because you've heard me quote that so many yes, times. But Jen, you have to see it simply for this. Um, one that isn't horror, but I kind of term it horror, out of, also out of West Virginia, is Night of the Hunter, which I actually yeah. had a... Um, well, it a is definitely Southern Gothic. Definitely even if it's so not, even if you want to argue that it is I actually, because um, I must have been thinking about it, like I actually had um, a moment where that scene with Lillian Gish and him outside yeah. and singing the song together, um, and uh, the world is hard for little things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why that went through my head, but you know, things have just been a little rough lately. Um, also in West Virginia is uh, Silent Hill. Which is stylish and interesting. What? <laughs> Look at me. I'm burning. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. There were parts of that movie that I thought were really effective and, 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 and scary, and there were other parts, parts of it that I laughed myself sick during. Yes. Um, have you seen either Wrong Turn or The Mothman Prophecies? I have not seen the Mothman Prophecies, and I really want to because it's uh, something that I've always been fascinated by. Yeah, the whole I've case. seen it, and it was decent. Yeah, um, that's what I hear. That's what I hear. Uh, wrong Turn, I'd swear I've seen years ago, but I can't remember anything about me it. Me either. Isn't it Eliza Dishkow, if I'm not mistaken? Can't Is it? Act. Maybe. She's adorable, but she can't, can't act for shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, South Carolina, we have Slither, which we have covered so thoroughly yes. in, other, in other episodes. Uh, Mississippi, the only one I have is Straw Dogs, which I haven't seen. Well, I've never seen that either, yeah. Um. Uh, Let's Scare Jessica to Death. That's a I movie I want to mention. That's not like... actually a suggestion that I'm, I'm making. But... <laughs> Sorry, Jessica. We're, we're not going to do I'm... anything. Lock your door. Anyway. Um, Tonight. Tonight. <laughs> Yeah, You're but, so horrible. I know I've seen it, and I remember liking it, because I remember yeah, there was a stretch same. where I saw The Other, which is the evil twin. Oh, yeah. One that I've, I've threatened to show her uh, yeah, I want to see that one. at the same mm-hmm. time. So I remember I saw that, I saw Let's Go Jessica to Death, and The Little Girl Who Lives Down the Lane. I remember oh, seeing yeah. them within really, really close proximity to each other. I think, if I'm remembering correctly, that Let's Scare Jessica to Death is one of the titles I remembered when we did our, our 70s episode mm-hmm. in, in, in my, my big list of these these are titles that I think are amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I am pretty good at some of these couple, couple movies that I'm going to mention right I now. I have three left on, yep. three left on my list. So, so one that I've seen, so Virginia, well, it's good because it's five after ten. But that's the schedule. I'm um, yeah. tarred. Mm-hmm. Um, for Virginia. What? And, and feathered. feathered. <laughs> and feathered. Uh, Virginia, I've got Mama, which <laughs> Watch the short. The yeah, short the is short's terrifying. Um, Cherry Falls, which I want to see that. I have it. Seen, yeah, it's really hard to find. It's out of print. Oh wow! Okay. So All I right. have it. Um, right. It's on a two pack with Terror Tract, which was a John River horror film. 
I don't know. Now, if I remember right, th- this is the movie it's where... It's an orgy movie that, yeah. that he's only going to kill virgins, virgins so, so let's, let's take care of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The other one I really, really wanted to see uh, is Excision, but mm. it's one I think I need to watch with you, yeah. because it's really dark. Something Bates is his name. But he did one called Suburban Gothic, which is kind huh. of a Ghostbusters 80s... Because he did Excision, but Excision is dark. Okay. Um... And, like dark. Um, dark is good. And it's got, uh, he, he, he made friends with, like, um, the Hairspray director. Um, um, John Waters. Waters. Yes. It has John Waters in it. It's got uh, Tracy Lawrence in it. Oh, okay. Who plays her mother, but it's like one of those kind of Piper Laurie controlling shitty moms. Right. Okay. It's terrifying. And I started watching it, and it was too dark, and I couldn't handle oh. it when I watched it. But anyway, he went through a depressive, it's Ricky Bates is his name, I think, um, but he, he said he, you know, because he pretty much had to blow all of his own money to do it, and, and he ended up getting a budget, and but he got really depressed after doing it. So he did Suburban Gothic after, which I really, really wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, a much happier, sure. more humor-filled movie. Um, Everything I have left on my list, it's just three movies, and they're all movies that I love. All right. Uh, one of them only kind of barely counts because it's just one segment of it. But Creepshow has to be mentioned purely for the lonesome death of Jordy Barrel. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Bad Seed. That one's Southern? I didn't yeah. even realize that. Yeah. That movie's so good. It really is. And it has an ending that just really jaw-dropped me the first time I saw it. Yes. And finally, one I, I, I showed you that we both love, and that's Ravenous. Ah! <laughs> that movie's good. Though I can't... I, God, what in the hell is his name? Oh, uh, Jeffrey Jones. Yeah, I saw him yeah. in another movie, and I'm like, God, I just can't see his face anymore. Maybe he'll be in, in the Jeepers Creepers sequel. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And on that note. <laughs> on that note. There, there is our, you know, uh, guide through Southern horror and Southern Gothic. Yeah. You know, um, please throw out, if there's anything that we missed or, you know, some awesome movie out there that we haven't seen, please bring it to our attention. Definitely. Um, my name is Jennifer Lovely. I can be found at JangoLoves.com. I can be found on Tumblr under Jennifer Lovely and on uh, Twitter under Django Lovely. Uh, I'm Michael Montour. You can find me and my fiction on Bloodletters.com. Uh, I'm on Tumblr as MichaelMontour.tumblr.com and on Twitter is just Montour. All right. Well, well that take may have been good enough. We can leave. <laughs> and we will see you in two goddamn weeks. Sure, of course we will. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha